Hey everyone, my name is Dave Nixon and welcome to the Alpha Theta Flow podcast. This is Flow 742 and today I'm talking about not the birds and the bees, but the flies and the bees. Um, more precisely, the difference between the bees and the flies. I'm sure there's plenty of differences. There's probably some specialists out there that know significantly more about insects than I do, but I did come across a beautiful, um, I guess, metaphor the other week that I did share on my socials. It goes on to say, a wise man once said, bees don't waste their time explaining to flies the honey is better than shit. A wise man once said, bees don't waste their time explaining to flies that honey is better than shit. And I think that is one of the most beautifully blunt ways to explain not everyone is going to be into the same shit, literally. So, maybe you have someone that doesn't get you, like, or get what you like. You have a particular hobby, interest, something, and people don't want to get that. Maybe you're the person that doesn't want to get it. Maybe you had, you know, somebody who likes something, and you're like, why the fuck would anyone like that? Have you heard that sentence before? Why does anyone do that? Why would anyone like that? Why, what's the point of doing that? More often than not, those questions are asked not with the desire to understand the answer, but with the desire to pass on judgment as if it's dumb. Why would anyone do it? Not, why would anyone do that? One of the issues here is that we all have our honey. And to other people, it may not look like honey at all. It's a whole trash and treasure thing, I guess, but at the core of it, if you find yourself trying to explain yourself to somebody who's dead set on not understanding you, you're going to run into some issues. Bees don't waste time explaining to flies that honey is better than shit. It's an interesting thing as well. I have... My taste in things has changed, not just in, in honey and shit, but like maybe clothes or um, equipment or cars or household items, tools, doesn't matter what it is. Um, but it has massively changed over the years. And I look back at things that I, I, I liked once upon a time and the reasons why I liked them, and more if not the reason why I liked them was not because they were good, it was because of what I was taught. That's what I was taught. You know, your shirt from a big W or whatever variation of that is in your town, Target, is going to be the exact same shirt from anywhere else. And it's not always, a tr it's actually not always true at all. In fact, later on I started to learn that you, two, two, two of the same rules, buy once, cry once, which means buy once, pay full price, pay a high price, but you have a cry about the price and you never have to worry about it again. It does exactly what it's meant to do. The other thing is a poor man pays twice. And so when I started to understand this is that I looked at the things that I did try to go for maybe the slightly cheaper option and stuff. And the amount of times that I had to contact back customer care and the customer care was terrible or part of the item didn't quite work, um, they were still in research phase, all of these sorts of things. And it's like, I just fucking want this thing to work. And so... I started a shift to paying for something that was a more premium product and it saved me money over time. I've seen the evidence of that. 
the interesting thing as well is that when we do that, we want to use it more often. We enjoy using it because it's a quality item. Now, it was also interesting is that if we take pride in what we do for our career, we go, I, I want to be the best at this. I want to make sure that people that, that hire me are going to get the best quality of service, all this sort of stuff. So we want to give that. But when we come home to whatever we do, we, we want to then restrict what we deserve. It's really quite weird. And so this whole idea of bees don't waste their time explaining to flies that honey is better than shit, I definitely when I was younger, had a completely different lens compared to what I have now. Now, the lens that I had when I was younger, that was given to me by my parents. I was told to pay rent first. I was like, if I pay rent first, when the fuck do I pay my mortgage? Right? I started to really shift away and go, well, maybe there's a different way to think of these things. And the interesting thing is that there's always going to be people that don't understand what you're saying, what I'm saying right now but it's not your job to try and change their mind. It's even worth, if you're in this sort of discussion, in an argument of sorts, debate, it's even worth asking the question, what proof would it take to change your mind? And if the person can't come up with anything, like finish the conversation there. Because the amount of times that you will find yourself in a conversation with someone who's just dead set trying to change your mind and not open to your point of view and this is what's really interesting as well like you can live in disagreement a person is separate to their opinion and their beliefs they're separate things you can disagree with a person on a subject that they're communicating about or a thought that they have it doesn't mean that that person loses value this is a really important point what happens is that we get so tied up to our opinions or us our thoughts or us our ideas or us and when someone shits on one of the ideas is that we take it personally it's not the case an idea or an opinion or a thought is separate to my self-esteem and so if you're able to hold this conversation with this person especially if they get you know wound up it's like look i understand i can i can appreciate that you're getting upset i'm not talking about you it's just this particular idea that i don't fully agree with yet um i think it might be missing a couple of things being able to do that helps that person separate their idea, their opinion, and, and the criticism from them personally. Because the key thing is that loving, loving someone is understanding that the characteristics that you don't like in them, in this particular example, have more than likely also those exact same characteristics contributed to things that you do like about them. An example I can give you is if I'm talking to someone about the gym and I'm like, look, I don't know, something doesn't really match up. I think there's a couple of things missing here. And the person goes, hang on a sec. I don't like that you look at things like this. It's like, well, you don't like that I look at things like this when it comes to this subject, but you come to the gym where it, it, it grew from looking at things differently. It didn't come from, from looking at things the same. And so we have to understand that there's always going to be characteristics that in other people and of course ourselves that we will like in certain contexts we need to put that aside and understand that that's simply human beings fumbling through their own reality together it's it's literally the idea of you know we're all just walking each other home and what that means is that like 
we will continue to fumble and stumble through our own shit until we arrive. And every other person around us is a mirror for that. And home being here now without the shit. Shit could be a whole range of things from personality through to old belief structures through to dogma. Could be anything. But that's what we're doing. And so you're able to love someone and you're able to be loved and still disagree with people. It's actually one of the most freeing and fulfilling areas to be with people because you can build even more respect than just agreeing on everything. Be careful of being stuck in your own eco chamber. The interesting thing about that type of relationship is that you only need one person in that relationship to be at peace. You don't need both people. In a, in a choice-based relationship, only one person needs to be choice. The other person may be in a needs-based relationship. Only one person needs to be choice. Last thing to remember is that when we get caught in this cycle of detesting someone's opinions or thoughts or differences or that they their honey is not the same as my honey, is that anger and resentment only hurts the person who's experiencing it. On that note, team, I'm done. Thank you very much for tuning in. If you enjoyed this podcast, it would mean the world to me if you would you know, like it, share it, uh, subscribe, do all those things that you're meant to do with socials, I guess. Uh, if you want a copy of my book, uh, it's called Mining Yourself. You can get it anywhere online that sells books or at alphathetaflow.com if you'd like one personally signed by me. Um, that's it. I'm done. I'm out. Until tomorrow, peace and pizza. Big love. I'll see you all soon.